This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now. With the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. It is time for Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast covering your Las Vegas Raiders, the Tuesday edition here on June 6th. Yes, June, not the best football month. Okay, OTAs, yeah, okay, but camp is a month and a half away, and that's really what matters when we're getting there. Uh, Scott Colbranson, your host, Mo Moten, is off this week, but that doesn't mean that you just have me because we can't do that to you. We can't just leave you alone with Scott. No, we're bringing in our good friend, Murph from Raider Fan Radio. We're going to do a Voice of the Fan Summit right now for early summer as he joins us uh, from his home down in Nashville. Uh, and Murph, uh, the fan cave is in the process of being moved. It was the best studio in the history of Raider creatordom. No, I mean that, too. That's not, Thank that's you. not just. Thank you. But now you're going to recreate. You're doing it even better. We're not going to give people details. But how's your summer going so far? How you doing in this dead period without real significant football stuff. You know, I'm doing amazing. I mean, my personal life couldn't be better getting ready to move into the into the new digs as you mentioned and uh we're going to have Fan Cave 2.0. So in the meantime, I'm in my my little makeshift office here, but uh anyways, yeah, and I appreciate the compliments about the Fan Cave and the next one should be even uh, cooler. Uh um, so we're we're uh, we're looking forward to that and and setting up a full-on podcast studio for Raiders Fan Radio, so it should be a should be really cool. But anyways, yeah, my Personal life, Scott, couldn't be better. The best relationships I've ever had in my whole life. My kids are amazing. You know, my work life is great for the day job. If awesome. only this Raider thing would figure itself out, <laughs> then it'd be perfect, you know. But um, I'm actually oddly encouraged, which yeah. and I often use the term, uh, I thank the Raiders for relieving me of the burden of expectation. I use that term. <laughs> and usually that hits around September or October, you know, depending on how the season is going. Um, yeah. And I, But I felt that real early on. Uh, you know, when kind of this off season, I think a lot of what's gone on, uh, with, with the front office decisions, but I gotta tell you, man, I mean, it's my silver and black heart is, 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 is beating heavy today because I watched this whole content day that the Raiders had on the YouTubes and here I go, I'm feeling encouraged again. And so I'm thinking we're going to win the division after this whole uh, thing today. Cause I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> they sure know how to JT Get you and, excited. and Eric Allen and those guys and having Dave Ziegler on, I mean, Max Crosby, yeah. I mean, they sure know how to fire you up, man. I'm I'm first in line for it. Well, what's crazy about that, too, is they went three hours live from the facility in Henderson um, as they basically it's picture day. Right? They're taking all the pictures, yeah. all the stuff you see when you watch Monday Night Football and the guys are on. That's all stuff they do at one time during the summer. 
And then all the NFL teams share it with one another. Of course, the Raiders get all their photography for marketing purposes and all that stuff done. But even that, we love football so much that we want to watch that now, right? It's like, hey, guys, they're painting the bathroom at Raiders facility. Let's put it on live. People will watch it, right? They will watch it. But to your point, you get to see them. And it's like, you're. this is the last kind of opportunity to see guys before you get to camp. So I totally get that. And the reason I wanted to have you on today, too, was to talk about sort of I've I've gotten this weird feeling from Raider Nation uh, this offseason, because when we hear from people, we hear a lot of negativity. Now, Murph, you are a positive guy. Even when things are going tough, you're always looking for the bright side. But overall, I want to get your impression of how the fans are doing out there, what you're hearing from them. You have such a great rapport with the entire nation what you guys do with the One Nation Raider Foundation, all that stuff. You guys are in the know. You guys hear from them constantly. Tell me kind of what's the mood right now? Is it is it is it cautious optimism or is it actually the opposite of that? Are people really pessimistic uh, and they're just kind of living with it? You know, I often say, you know, being optimistic is tough because, you know, with the Ra- with the Raiders track record over the past 20 some odd years, you know, and you could even go back further than that. If you if you exclude the John Gruden 1.0 era, I mean, it's been a pretty dry desert in terms of, you know, Raider success. And so um, it's tough to be optimistic and it's easy. I think it's the path of least resistance to just say, well, the Raiders suck. I mean, that's every, anybody <laughs> can do that. Um, so what, yeah, so it is, it, it, it's challenging to find things that are positive about the regime or the, the players or, or whatever. I mean, obviously we can point to, you know, Devonte Adams and Max Crosby and, you know, guys like that, that are just slam dunk, you know, soon to be hall of famers, uh, you know, the, their tr- careers traject to the, the way that we expect they will continue to. And, um, so those are easy things to point out for positivity, but for the rest of it, like year in, year out overall, and especially coming off of a new regime on a six win season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the fans are, are surprisingly, uh, negative, I, I think yeah. even, and, you know, we came off of last year, this time last year, Scott, all of us fans were thinking AFC championship, like this team mm. was, I mean, stacked. We had this, you know, Derek Carr got his best friend. You know, we made some moves. I know a lot of people don't think we had enough moves on, on the defensive yeah. side of the football, but there was certainly movement and changes. And, and, and so there was a lot to look forward to. And we really overshot last year, our expectations. When Vegas came out and announced that, you know, the Raiders, I think, over-under on win total for the year was seven, we were all laughing our butts and going like, what, are you kidding me? This team's going to win 11 games, 12 games, easy, slam dunk, right? Well, next thing you know, six wins turn in, and here we are with the burden of expectation. Uh, so this year's opposite. I, I think we're kind of underswinging it this time, and I hope that mm. we're underswinging it um, completely, you know, off base. And again, if listening to everything that the Raiders said today, they don't feel like there's a bunch of moves still to be made. They're not looking. I don't think to market Hunter Renfro. There's all these changes that like Raider nation fan is still waiting around to happen. I don't get that sense. That's going to happen after today, man. I think they're going to hold tight with what they've got. And they're thrilled with the people that they brought in. And maybe we as fans are underestimating their ability to evaluate talent and to plan for what's going on for this season. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, no, and I don't disagree with you. I think going back to last year, I, listen, Mo and I both on this show were a lot more positive about the Raiders heading into that season. And we thought the same thing about the over-under. We thought, hey, that's a 10-11 win, win team at least, right? Going into last season with all the moves that they made this year, yes. So, so you have a disappointing year last year. You have all the churn with the Derek Carr stuff, of course. Then you get rid of popular player, obviously, Darren Waller, even though he was hurt last year. And so it seems like it was a reset and people, oh, it's a rebuild. And we talked about that here. And I know what you're saying about the team saying they don't need to make moves. We They said that last year. Remember about the offensive line? And we all said, oh, they got... Pfft. They got to be kidding. There's no way they got to improve that offensive line. Now the offensive line got a lot better as the year went on. Jermaine Illuminor, who who will uh, compete for the starting spot again this year, has gotten a lot better. So you're right. We are not talent evaluators. Those of us who make radio, who make podcasts, you know, whatever you are, a fan, it doesn't matter. These guys get paid to do it, so we'll have to see. I'm just surprised, I guess, that the expectations are so low. I see a lot of people, yeah. two, three wins. Let's tank for Caleb Williams. I, I can't ever, I've never had a team that I've liked or followed, Murph, where I rooted for them to tank for a draft pick. I never did, ever. It's like, no, you want to win. Uh, and and if you don't, and you win two games and you get the guy you want, okay, great. But you don't ever want to go in thinking that, boy, let's be bad enough that we get to pick first in the draft. I, I yeah I don't understand that line of thinking I never have Scott I'm I'm right with you man I I never understood that whole idea of like tanking for a player or rooting for your team to fail so X player yeah. <laughs> or X whatever coach gets moved on from or whatever I'm like then it's probably an over dramatization but I often compare it to like you know a president like mm. you know I root for every single president that's ever been in office since I've been alive doesn't mean I voted for all the ones that were in office but I root <laughs> for all of them to succeed because I'm an American and I want our country to thrive in yes, the greatest sir. country that's ever greatest country that's ever existed and I want it to do well so I root for the guy even if so if I don't vote for I don't care I'm going to root for him but so like I don't understand the idea of like rooting for your freaking head coach to lose so you can (laughs) like what like wait a minute no we should be rooting for the guy and the day that he's not in silver and black that's when i'll root for him to fail but as long as he's representing our football team i want josh mcdaniels to win 17 freaking games this year and be coach of the year that's what i want for for the for the you know like and it goes it. it goes to your it now infamous i think with some people uh dead on for others when you talked about Derek carr once Derek carr was officially off the Raiders, you said, hey, man, see ya. Thank you. Goodbye. Time now. I don't care what happened, right? So so, so to me, that's the same thing. I don't understand it either. Okay, you don't like Josh McDaniels, the coaches. And I would say a lot, a big, a big percentage of Raider Nation right now does not yeah. like him. And I understand it, though, Murph, because he hasn't proven anything yet, right? He's got to go out and prove it. This year, I think, at least even if they don't make the playoffs or if they don't win 10 games, whatever it may be, he's got to show something and fans, some fans that are skeptical, will be, I don't mind people being skeptical, but to your point, to root against a guy so that he gets fired, that just means your team gets worse. And who <laughs> yeah. wants that? I, I, don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, let's rebuild again. Like, I mean, <laughs> come on, how many rebuilds and how many resets and reboots or whatever you want to call them, re-whatevers, how many of those things have we been through? Even back to the owl years and everything. I mean, just let's 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 move past that.
But but Murph, does this change again? This is the dead. This is time. People have way too much time on their hands to think about football because there's no football to watch. There's no <laughs> there's no no development going on with any kind of roster stuff. So is do you think this changes when we, I find that once we get to camp, those people are two or three game. We're going to win two or three games. They're sitting there and they're like, oh, did you see camp today? We're going to go to the Super Bowl. That's I think so too. You know what I mean? That's when we start getting. That's when after we try to get ourselves out and they pull us back in, right? <laughs> uh, just like freaking Michael Corleone, you know. So yes, right. it's um, yeah, I, you know. And hearing a lot of the talk today about how you know they expect Trey Tucker is going to be one of those guys mm-hmm. that's going to light it up in 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 practice. You know, he'll probably be a preseason. How many preseason darlings have we had? Uh, oh yeah, in, in, lots. The of Shout out Chris Warren the third, right? <laughs> so I mean, we've had a million of those guys, and I got a feeling Trey Tucker could be one of those kind of guys that's going to you know, show out in preseason and, and then all of a sudden Raider nation is going to be, you know, getting behind this team. Um, but I'll say this though, that hype, if, 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 and when not, not sure if, but when it, it happens, cause it will, cause that we just, you can't, like I said, this, this, uh, on our last show, this ink doesn't come off like our Raider <laughs> nation. I mean, that's, it's at the end of the day, you're going to week one, you're going to be rooting for this team to win. Ain't nobody that's a Raider fan is going to be saying, oh my gosh, I hope the Raiders go out there and stink it up there today so we can get rid of Josh McDaniels in week four. I, by the time the season starts, we're going to be all in. Now, that said, it's going to evaporate really fast. And I think that that's, <laughs> what, that's maybe what the reality of it is, is that that optimism that even last year that we yeah. carried through a tough start to the season, mm-hmm. it wasn't until, I don't remember what week, somebody fact-checked it off the, off the top of my head, that we were finally officially eliminated from the playoff, but that like lingered around to like the Pittsburgh game. Like the we Pittsburgh were still game. in the conversation yeah. to like yep. to, to make the playoffs. So now that said, if we have the same start, like we had last year, then it's gone. Then it's, I mean, the pitchforks and the, and the, and the freaking <laughs> torches are going to be coming out, man. And because they're oh, going to yeah. be, ch- be chasing Josh McDaniels down. Cause it's the, the yeah, it is going to be ugly <laughs> if we start off and that, and I'll say this too, Scott, our, our, oh my gosh. I don't want to talk about their, our schedule is tough. And then you got the Saints schedule, which is cake. So cake. is even what their potential first round matchups. Yeah. Derek Carr fan is going to be going, see, see, all we needed to do is, and, and so it's, yes. if we have a rough start, it's going to be double be ugly. Yeah. And, yes. and um, I might just put Twitter away for a while. <laughs> we go 0 and 4 or something, you know? Yeah. And then you think about it because, you think about the Saints and the and the division they're in. It's awful. Okay. You think about the Raiders, how good the division is, the AFC West, and it might even get better now. That the the talk is the Chiefs may be be getting uh, signing DeAndre Hopkins, right, and signing Chris Jones to an extension. So so it's just it's not going to get worse. The, the 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 division in the AFC West is going to actually get better, and it could get better between now and kickoff. It's crazy. That that could happen, but that's how it is. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We are doing the Voice of the Fan Summit here with our good friend Murph, who you can catch on Raiders Fan Radio every week when they get going again. You're doing a kind of an abbreviated version. What are you calling it again? Yeah, we do a thing called the rundown. That's just for me and my best friend Swag yes. Jeff. We just we went out and sat on the porch the other day and did a show. Yeah. We've, you were we've at a restaurant sh- the other day? Yeah, we did a live show from Domenico's uh, yes. Italian Deli. Um, so, yeah, so we're still trying to get content uh, out there, and especially because this is our big fundraising season for the yeah. One Nation Foundation. So we're trying to get some stuff uh, you know, still coming out there on the uh, not only on the YouTubes, but also on the audio podcast. Yeah, and we'll talk about the One Nation Foundation towards the end of the show here because you guys got to help out with that. Uh, But we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into more with Murph about what's going on with the Raiders. Jimmy Garoppolo's foot. 
Yes, some people would like to take that foot and put it where the sun don't shine, but we're going to talk about what that means and how Murph's feeling about it uh, right after the break here. You're listening to Silver and Black today. Scott Branson, Murph from Raiders Fan Radio, coming right back at you. Don't go anywhere. 